You're listening to Freedom Wranglers, and I'm Chanda. We're so excited about what God is doing and sharing the gospel and the freedom that comes within Christ. So why don't you saddle up, sit back, and wrangle in some freedom? Well, hello, Jamie. How are you? Well, it's the love month. Here we are. I got my love month shirt on, sweater, and I've got my love bracelet on. The uh, What do you call these? Pandora charms. Look at you. And You're I'm so... just all loved up. You are. Look, I love. I love it. I love it. Love you. Uh, loved it. Yeah. Me, I'm like in my tank top and just you know, <laughs> it's warm here. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I got jeans on. I ain't sporting the shorts yet or nothing. But I was like, oh, I can throw a sweater on with this if I get chilled. But um, yeah, it's like in the 80s here. So, anyways, how has your week been so far? It's been it's been wild, and I will say this that. Um, it's interesting how the Lord will use young people to minister to others in the school system. We think the school systems are all rotten and bad and there's no hope. And But then you have these children coming up that are in middle school, like my son, that are just being themselves. They're, they're coming from our home, mm-hmm. you know, and they, he sees how we pray before we eat and how we don't curse in our home. We make every effort. For him to watch what he says because you yeah. know he can get influenced on the gaming with these various people he talks through all over the world and to see that he chooses christ mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're not to be honest with you we don't force it on him we're just live it mm-hmm. and to see that he wants to share that same truth to a broken friend at yeah. his school is the most loving thing mm-hmm. And kind thing that you can ever witness. And I think that's neat. So there is hope. There is hope for our youth. Amen. Amen. That's it. That's a great word there. There is hope. My week has been, well, we've had a sick kitty in our house. Yeah. And I took her and she had surgery last week. And I won't go into all the details, but she had a lot of stitches. And, um, you know, they send your cat home with this cone on. Cone head. Conehead is what she was, exactly. That's what I've been seeing all over the social media. I'm like, what is this poor cat? Did it get neutered or what happened? No, she'd already had all that done before. So poor little thing. (laughs) Or Um, fixed, right? Yeah, right. Neutered. That's okay. Um, So yeah, it was so she would lick the wounds um, because she'd had a growth and they removed it. So, um, but you know, she couldn't eat with this thing on her head. And I thought, geez, Louise, this is not fair. I can't stand and hold a bowl of food for the cat every day, twice a day, you know, come oh, on. Yeah. Just like Water all of it. Yeah. Mm. So um, I looked on Amazon. Thank you, Amazon. And I found a donut. It's a pillow donut for your cat. It's the most hilarious thing you've ever seen. But um, so I just started calling her Krispy Kreme. But Krispy Kreme donut. But it stops her from licking, but she can actually walk around the cone she was scared of. And so yeah. anyhow, but I have realized something about my cat. And um, if you've ever had a cat, you'll understand this. You know, they use a litter tray if they don't go outside. And I had to bring her litter tray inside because normally in the garage. This cat is the most violent litter tray user I've ever seen in my life. She goes in, does whatever she's going to do. And then the then the litter flies and you just hear scratching and scratching and, scratching and throwing it. And I hear it go all over the floor. And I'm like, what is going on? And I peek around and she's going, like, what am I? Well, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. She gave me this crazy look. And oh. then I'm like, 
I walk away. She starts at it again. But and anyways, eventually I go that through and crazy. I'm like, there it is. It's total like mayhem when she yeah. does it. And there is litter everywhere. So I am having to sweep up litter sweep multiple up. times a day, you know, and I'm just yeah. like, Lord, help me get through this season with these animals. Cause I've had yeah. two of them that haven't been well. Yeah. And, um, so that I can get some freedom back girl. So I Monday know. she gets her stitches out and Mufasa is her name. I know that's a boy's name, but that's <laughs> what she came with. Um, right. you know, I'm just Don't like, change it. <laughs> give her the freedom. Yeah. So anyways, that has been it. But you mentioned this is the month of love. Love. It's the month of love, girl. (laughs) (laughs) They got so many love songs out there. Right. The one that gets me the most is um, What is Love? You know, that techno song. What What is love? love? Yeah, that one. Baby, don't hurt me. Right, right. So there's that big question of what is what is love exactly is it yeah yeah and that's a that's a great a great question because you know everybody gets hung up and let's just be real it it has to do with saint valentine which right if we go back through history we're getting into a whole bunch of paganistic stuff that came in through the roman catholic church and we're not even going to go through that right now okay we're not going to bore you with all that you want to look it up you go on you do you boo and look it up yeah goo 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 and duck duck go to go through that Exactly. Not Daisy Duck Duck Go, but no. just regular Duck Duck Go guys. That's right. <laughs> and uh, you know, or you can tube it. Watch it on the YouTube. I'm sure there's uh-huh. something out there. But um, it started out that way, and now it has become the most commercialized thing I've ever seen. Listen, Christmas had just barely happened, and before right. you know it, like 26th of December, boom! It was like Valentine's blew up in the store. I walked into Walmart and I was like, "Whoa, what in the world?" Teddy bears and hearts and cards and chocolates and i'm like man it's everywhere just like it's 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 just thrown up valentine's everything's just all over the place Mm -hmm. and um listen i love my husband we love each other but i don't need the world to tell me that this is the day that you share your love with that person and you profess your love you should be doing it every day if you're married that's my Mm -hmm. opinion you know, who am right. I, but I've been married 23 years, so it must work for us, you know? Yeah. yeah but occasionally it's nice, you know, to be remembered on that day. Oh, absolutely. You know? it's like, it's really nice to get some flowers on Valentine's day. Cause it's, it, it gives an opportunity. Cause men, I think just have a harder time with romance. Mm-hmm. You know, we, Sometimes. us women are more most women, I can't speak for all women, but most women, they like to have beautiful things around them and, mm-hmm. and make everything lovely. And that's kind of like a romance kind of thing, you know? And and so, but for a guy to know, okay, well, this day, Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day, so I'm going to get some beautiful flowers and a a wonderful card just to show, you know, a little endearment to my lovely. Exactly. And so so something like that, man, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. But let's not go out and need to buy the diamond ring and the diamond necklace and the diamond earrings and do the champagne <laughs> and, you know, go out, buy a whole new outfit so you can go to dinner somewhere, you know, and, and light the can Like, I just think that's overkill. In my personal opinion, you know, our, right. for us, we exchange a card, we go to dinner. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. We get flowers. That It's not that. But I love those moments outside of Valentine's Day when he shows yeah. up with a bouquet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
That's nice. Yeah. You thought of me today and nobody told you you had to, you know, like they're not forced into it, but it's a great reminder. Like you said that, you know, guys are a little forgetful sometimes, you know? So, but um, I think that for us though, there is a love that we don't truly understand. Mm -hmm. And it's the love of God. And Mm It's just, it's one of these things that as human beings, we can't comprehend the love he has for us. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's so crazy because you remember when, um, uh, what was it? A couple, couple years ago, we saw, um, the movie Jose, what was the name of that movie? Hosea. Oh, the amazing yeah, love, uh, redeeming love, redeeming love, uh, redeeming yeah. love. We saw redeeming love. Mm-hmm. And of course, we thought it was a little overkill on some of the mm. scenes, like overly sexualized. Yeah. That was like, yeah, so what's going we were on just here? A little, it was a little too. Maybe you should but, watch that on Valentine's with your significant other. I, I, I know, <laughs> right? It was also uncomfortable. I, brought, I took my son. Okay. I took my 12 year old son. And I took okay. my mother-in-law. <laughs> total red face. Embarrassment. Oh. I'm like cringing, going down in the seat. I just kept shoving popcorn in. I was like, I don't want to talk. I, I don't want to look at this. <laughs> I know. And you know, we know what the story's about. So I'm like, Hosea. And um, he falls in love with a prostitute. Which is the, which is the book of Hosea. If you read the Bible, read Hosea. That's where this came from. Yes. And, and so um, we see it played out. He falls in love with her. And now the Bible says that God told Hosea to go, mm-hmm. go get this girl. But in the movie, it, they kind of romanticized it. They, the they, and they did twist the book a little bit because in the book that I read, God told yeah, him as well. So yeah. Anyhow. And I know. So did you see how they did that in that movie? Yeah. They kind he, of. I hate digressing, but I will just say this and let you get to your point is that that's actually the second version of that book. Mm-hmm. What they based the movie on was actually her first rendition, which was not as Christian. So yeah. Anyways, yeah. I'll let you go on. Well, I mean, I, the point of the reason why I brought it up was just the fact that Christ mm-hmm. is the Michael Hosea for us. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. he is. He is the one that ransomed us because we are yeah. the ones that deserve to go to hell. Absolutely. Yeah, we do. And we deserve to go to hell because of, you know, we, we live our lives and everybody has their own sacred sins that they struggle with, but Christ mm-hmm. came to ransom us and paid the price for us uh-huh. so that we could be in the presence of the Lord God Almighty, that we could go to the throne room and we, he, we could pray on behalf of others and we can um, go and intercede mm-hmm. and have that freedom in Christ mm-hmm. to know that we've been set free and we don't have the blot of sin. That's over right. Us. We've been washed clean. So that's the reason why I brought that story up. I know it's kind of a, you know, a raunchy, a lot of people look at that story like, oh gosh, a prostitute. Why would he marry a prostitute? I don't know mm-hmm. anybody. And, and when you look at that movie, I don't know any man that would actually do that. Yeah. That I don't know any man on this planet earth that would turn around and say, I'm going to no. marry a prostitute. Oh yeah. Right, right, right. You're you like, wait a second. So <laughs> we know that, that this story, the true story about this is Christ's love for us, which is mm-hmm. beyond man. Mm-hmm. It's beyond man's love. Mm-hmm. It's beyond yeah. us. And that goes in every facet of our lives as Christian believers that we can go around certain types of people. And we know we're like, gosh, you know, I wouldn't choose that person to be my friend, mm-hmm. but 
the love of Christ, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit within us will reach out and help that person because that's, right. that's something Christ would do. That's and right. That's how we know he's working in and through us because our flesh will mm-hmm. wages war against the spirit. Mm-hmm. It does. It totally so it's interesting does. how yeah. God's love is much greater than mm-hmm. our love. It, it is absolutely. And I hate, I, I didn't mean to seem distracted there, but you kept freezing and I was watching you and you looked actually like a robot at one point. You were like, so anyways, I was like, what is going on here? I'm so distracted. So you were freezing in your lips. Just, I, I kept getting, hearing you, but you were not together. The picture was not with you. And I'm like, what, oh. what's she doing? It's not you. We're having a little um, bit of a, we had a little bit of a, a glitch there, but you know, the greatest verse that, and, and we all know it is John three 16. I mean, yes. and the, here's the thing, the world knows this verse. It's not just a, for Christians. The world knows this verse. And yes. I have to say, you know, somebody like Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus, you know, mm. he used to wear a shirt that would say that. So he kind of started that. And then it went out to other places. That's the first person I can remember in the secular world using John 316, you know, mm-hmm. um, now I don't want to speak for him and where he's at with Christ or not with Christ. It's none of a business, but um the world is familiar with the verse and, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Now I want to go on to verse 16, because I think it's Mm -hmm. so important. They go together and we always stop short there for God did not send the son into the world to judge the world, but that the world should be saved through him. And I'll just continue down to verse uh, 18. He who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son. Yes. Yes. So those three verses right there in the book of John, he Mm -hmm. just ties it up. Why did Jesus come? Because God sent him his one and only son because he loved the world. He, and we're not talking about the globe. We're talking about humanity. Mm -hmm. God Mm -hmm. loved humanity from the beginning of creation to this very moment today. He has loved us that much and there needed to be an atonement for sin. And it was a blood sacrifice. And when you go back to the old Testament and you look at Moses and what took place on Mount Sinai, where he was given the 10 commandments, God gave him specific instructions for the mercy seat, which was that altar that was going to be in the tabernacle. The mercy seat is where the animals were sacrificed Mm -hmm. to the Lord to do what? Pay for the atonement of the sins of the people. Okay. Yes. But we don't have to do that now because Jesus came. He was the ultimate sacrifice and he took his place on the mercy seat for us. And he became that sacrifice for our sins, for the things that we did. He stood in our place. Yes, he did. He sure did. God loved us so much. It's just, so love is, is something that I think people in our world today really don't understand. Yes. And I find it interesting that they use red for Valentine's Day as the symbol of love, which if you think about it, oh yeah, what does red represent? Mm-hmm. To me, it represents the blood of Christ and his That's atoning, right. atoning my sin. Mm-hmm. You know, when I see red, I'm, I'm thinking of him. I'm thinking of what he did for me mm-hmm. that I 
needed to be cleansed from. And it That's was right. only by his blood to wash yeah. me white as snow. Mm-hmm. And so I know that I can stand in the throne room mm-hmm. in the Holy of Holies with God, knowing that his blood covers me. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly true. And, you know, here's the thing is that love is not, it can be a noun, but it's also a verb. So it can also be an action word. And, and it, it is work to love other people. You know, you go into what Jesus tells us to do. And one of the number one things is that we have to love others, love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, that's hard because I'm not going to lie. I saw some of the stuff that took place on the Grammys and it made me disgusted. And I thought, how am I supposed to love those fools? Wait a second. God, you love, you love Sam Smith and what he just did. And he does. That's what we can't comprehend. Mm -hmm. We can't comprehend that love. And guess what, Christian, we're supposed to love him. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's hard. Because when someone, A, has offended you, done you wrong, or just act a fool like that, you you don't want to show affection toward that person. Right. You don't, because when you when you show affection, let's just use our husbands, when we show that we love them, it's because, and, and it's a joyous thing. We love them. We want to lavish them with things. We want to cook their favorite meal. You know, mm-hmm. we want to spend time with them. We want to watch mm-hmm. movies with them, all these things because we love them. We love their right. company. But then yes. when you get around people that kind of leave a stank up your nose, you're like, oh, I don't want to be yeah. around that Lord. Yeah. He tells us to love them. And so we mm-hmm. have to work at that. It, it's super hard. Yes. Um, yeah. And that, that, that remind me of Jonah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Jonah, God was like, you need to go tell those people in Nineveh about me. Nope. He ran away. He said, how about, how about no, Lord? But you know, Lord, the Lord's had mercy on him. He had a job for him to do. Okay. And he was going to get it done through Jonah, no matter what, even though he got stuck in the belly of a whale and got spit up and regurgitated. uh, you know, and Mm -hmm. disgusted, you know, coming out of the belly of the whale and he's, you know. And he got up from all that fishery and smelling like fish and and had to go. It would have been easier if he just went and did it the first time. It would have. And, 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 you know, and he would have been able to move on, you know, but it's right, like, right. nope, he just had to. He thought he knew better than God. Uh-huh. And God was going to have his way and get and that plan was going to be fulfilled regardless. And it's the same thing with Christ. God was going to make sure that that was fulfilled. The promise that he made when you read Isaiah and the prophecy for the Messiah, um, it God was going to make sure that took place. If yes. he made the promise, he had to fulfill it. Yes. But he made the promise because he loved man. And God's love for us is this deep, deep affection. And when you experience the love of God, it is more than a surface. Mm, I love French fries. No, this is a deep down to your toes kind of love. And there is a band that I really, really like. They're a Christian band and they're called We Are Messengers. And it was funny because I saw them. They actually, um, the lead singer made a comment about the Grammys and that's really, it caused me to really think Yeah, because he said, he goes, he's Irish and, and I love his accent, you know, and he's like, 
Christians, what's wrong with you today? Like, why are you worried about what happened on the Grammys yesterday? No, that's my best Irish. But anyways, that's great. I love it. (laughs) I end up sounding like you telling us. (laughs) I I end up sounding like the Lucky Charms guy. But (laughs) he he gets into it, and what he said was this: He was like, "Why are you worried about a man, Sam Smith?" wearing his dollar general latex devil costume why are you worried about that today rather than focusing on the things of the kingdom oh i thought well he just spoke some truth but then he backed it up with we're called to love and he said so we're supposed to pray for those people we're supposed to love those people he said so love your neighbor and he said and love sam smith and i thought Mic drop. He just said it all. Yeah. That's the, that is the epitome of Christianity and salvation in a nutshell. What he said doesn't matter about his crazy outfit. The the reality is that what we, what we saw now, I didn't watch. I know you didn't watch it either. Mm -hmm. We just saw the glimpse. I never had an interest in it before. Anyway, me neither. I never, and I I know it's like owned by really bad people. So (laughs) anyway, um, but we, we all know that that is the way of the world. That's right. That's what the world knows. That is the only time that they actually feel special. They need, and that is what he said. He goes, and, and I saw another worship artist. She released a statement and she said it wasn't in reference to the Grammys, but she said, we all want that. Everybody wants to be recognized. That's the truth. You, you'd be a liar to say, oh no, I wouldn't like an award. Come on. If you've written music and thousands of people have downloaded it and listened to it and come to your concerts, you would want recognition for it. Mm-hmm. But she said, but, but why do we do what we're doing? We're doing it for him and for his that's glory. Right. She see, said, because I get the ultimate yeah. recognition with my crown and I get to right. lay it as feet. That's right. We're, we, we are they're created once. Okay. We're not supposed to worship ourselves. It is supposed to, we're supposed to be glorifying God. This is his kingdom mm-hmm. and he deserves all the credit. Yeah. And what we saw, the glimpses that we saw in the Grammy, it was all about, it was flesh. It was all, it flesh. Was all about them. I, I was like, man, I mean, this is the epitome mm-hmm. of Satan himself saying that oh, yeah. I want to be like God. That's and right. I'm like, you know what? This mm-hmm. does not surprise me because who's the God of this world? He's been given dominion over this world and he's still on a little bit of a leash. He's not been given full dominion. That's not going to happen until later, but you know, right now he is showing out. That's exactly what's happening. And the Lord's allowing it to happen because absolutely the time is short. But, you know, I want to say, I don't have a problem with Christian artists receiving a Grammy and recognition. I I don't care. Come on. If, if somebody, I mean, the Gaithers have written over 300 songs right? and they are some of the most powerful, well-known songs, I you know, love listening to them. Oh. And they're, whenever they do the, I could listen to them on YouTube and all the, all their groups and all the gir- people singing in the background, like a choir. Oh, yes. I love it. Oh my gosh. It's it takes so you back intimate. to your roots. And it yeah. is, you know, I mean, songs like he touched me oh, or, or things that, I mean, the, the other one, um, is uh oh my gosh because he lives yeah that song how can you face tomorrow is one of the lyrics yeah because he lives yeah i can face tomorrow that's right and so 
you know, the world is, is stuck up on stuff, but I go back to, to, um, we are messengers and there is, there's some lyrics that they wrote in a song and it's God, you are. And so, you know, they say you stepped into darkness because that's just the God you are when heaven seems beyond my reach, you still see eternity in me. Um, you're turning ashes into art because that's just the kind of God you are. And this is the part that gets me. It's in the empty tomb. It's on the rugged cross. Your death defying love. It's written in your scars. You'll yes. never quit on me. You'll always hold my heart because that's just the kind of God you are. And I was listening to this song while I was on my walk this morning and I am just bawling yes. because I said to somebody yesterday, they were talking about surrender. Like, I don't understand surrender. What is this about? Like, yeah. what does it mean? And, and I told her, I said, when you surrender to God, mm -hmm. I said, for me, when you watch me sing, my arms are up because it's a sign of surrender, but I have surrendered everything to him. And he has, I said, John is the love of my life. I love my right. husband. He is my right. best friend. Right. But who has my heart? God. That's right. God has my heart. I care more about what he thinks about me than anybody. Yes. Yes. Amen. And yes. so he is the keeper of my heart. And it's because he loves me and he's lavished his love upon me. Yes. By sending his son mm -hmm. to die for me. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, yes, is his love is never going to end. It's infinity. Mm -hmm. It's continuous. Yes. All you have to do is receive it. So I look at that and I look at the love of God and I just see how precious it is and how we take it for granted so many times. And I think that I shared this a couple of weeks back, but it, it bears repeating. And it is God loves me as if I'm the only person in the world yeah. and he loves every person in the world, the way that he loves me. Yes. So until his son returns, there is an opportunity that we have to show Christ's love to others Yeah, and how we respond, you yes. know, and it's kind of like this Irish man when he was talking about the Grammys and how yeah. we should respond instead of, you know, and that's exactly what Satan wants us to do. He wants us to look at that be, Oh, Mm -hmm. look at that blasphemy mockery oh you know and he wants us to get all upset and get our emotions all upset but truly what did christ say on the cross father forgive them for they know not what they do what they're doing they know what they're doing and they don't know what they're they're potentially giving up for that moment yes for that perversion. And I think, I mean, some of them, listen, I'm not going to lie. I think some of them already do know, but there is a group of, there are, is a group of individuals that are very innocent that are at home watching that. Yeah. That do not understand and do not know. Mm -hmm. And, um, but if we come out land blasting and it, and acting like the Pharisees and Sadducees, that ain't going to draw nobody to Christ. How it didn't draw me to Christ. That's it didn't right. draw me to Christ. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have nothing to do with a judgmental person. No. Who, who does? And so it's like, how do we reflect the sun? How do we mirror his image in our lives to show, okay, we're not going to put up with nonsense. We're not going to be mamsy pamsy 
Christians, okay? We're not like, oh, I love you. And oh, you said you said a bad word to me. It's okay. I still love you. We're not going to act like that, okay? We still have a righteous indignation and a fire in our belly because that stuff made God mad. Doesn't mean he doesn't love him, still upset him. And that when we get upset about those things, when we're like, what is going on? This is demonic. This is not okay. I can't believe this is on TV. When we get upset like that, that's that righteousness in us that came through Christ because Mm -hmm. he resides in our heart through the Holy Spirit that then we say that's coming out in us. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a righteous indignation. And so we have that right. God got so mad with the children of Israel. And I'm going back to him because that's where I'm at right now in my Bible plan, you know, so I'm in Exodus Uh and, um, and Moses is up here. God's given him all these laws, 613 of them and and the 10 commandments. And he's given him measurements for how to make the tabernacle. And what does the Ark of the covenant look like? And I can go on all the different pieces, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's on the mountain. Joshua's up there with him down in the valley. They getting buck wild and crazy. Where's Moses? He probably died. Where's this man called Moses? You know what, Aaron? We want you to make us a an idol. Make us a golden calf. All yeah. right, says Aaron. Go on. Go get. Go get me the gold. Bring bring in your jewelry. Come right. on. Now yeah. that jewelry had come from the Egyptians because the God that we serve, He gave them favor and said, "Go ask him," and they gave that to them. Mm-hmm. So here comes Moses. And he can hear it. And the Lord says, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to wipe them all out. And Moses, guess what? I'm going to make you the father of many nations. And Moses is like, no, Lord, don't do that. Because remember Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the promise you made to them. Not that he needed to remind God. Right. So God backs off. And let me tell you, Moses let rip. He gets on down there. He breaks the Ten Commandments, throws them down. And I sure mean, enough does. Just like a big mad daddy. And no. he, but I believe that that was God's anger. And it was almost like a little test that God gave him to say, I'm going to take them out. And Moses was like, no, Lord, they're your people, remember? And it was like God saying, you know, they're my people. Do you know how much I really love them? And they're acting a fool. Yeah. And this was the part that got me. He gets down to the bottom. And he lets it it all, he he tells him all about it. And then he takes this golden calf, grinds it down, puts it in the water and makes him drink it. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) you drink your sin now. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'd rather deal with the Lord. So (laughs) right, right, right. And then over 3000 of them are killed by the Levites because that's what Moses said to do. Yeah. Yeah. They broke the commandment and they said Mm -hmm. that they were going to obey. But God still loved him. God still wanted to preserve him. God still wanted to protect him, regardless yeah, yeah. of their silliness yeah. with idols. Yes. Yes. And it's like he is the one true God. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying it to him time and time again. Yep. But his love keeps coming back. He just keeps, okay, come on. I'm going to give you all a spanking and now let's let's do right. And, and you know, that's the reality of it all is that the truth of the matter is God hates sin. That's so what he hates. He Not hates the person, it. he hates the sin. He hates the sin. And it, it's proven. And that's why the Old Testament and New Testament do go together. Mm-hmm. Because you look at God's character. And mm-hmm. I have been reading and I had read uh, in Jeremiah. And, you know, Jeremiah yep. was a prophet. And uh-huh. so he was not a know, bullfrog. Yeah. Jeremiah, <laughs> not a bullfrog. But yeah. So 
it, it's interesting how you know he went through so many trials and God chose him. Then he he even questioned, just like Moses, he questioned why he was even chosen for this job to be able mm-hmm. to uh preach about the the impending doom and why the doom is upon the people because of their sin. That's right. And, and he just wanted them to turn from the wicked ways. Mm-hmm. And it was just so overwhelming for him that he even got so tired. He was just exhausted for yeah. the ministry. Mm-hmm. And but his very bones. His very bones cried out to let everybody know mm-hmm. about God's righteousness. Mm-hmm. And so God's righteousness is serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's very, very serious. And so when we look upon things like this, like the, the Grammys, and we see the seriousness of sin, mm-hmm. it's real. They're making fun of it. They're They're just having a grand old time with it. But the reality is death. That's the reality of that. And so it's true that the Lord hates sin, but there is a way and it's Christ. Now, if they turn, if they do not accept Christ, then then their judgment is so, which is death. That's right. And, And it, you know, we we have that free will. And you and I were talking earlier about how do we live out that that love, that Christian right. life as a witness, because let's just be real. Sometimes the flesh don't want to love. Sometimes mm-hmm. the flesh don't lack people because mm-hmm. people we're human beings. We're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And regardless of the fact that I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and savior, it does not mean I got it all together. And it's mm-hmm. tied up with a pretty little bow. It means right. I make mistakes and there are people that can get on your nerves, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, you, you can experience things in a day-to-day lifestyle. Now it could be at the grocery store. That could just be that, that one lady that she, she won't make her children mind. And they're just screaming ah, 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 blah, 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 and you're just like, why, you know, get that yeah. child a spanking, but or right. it can be the, the obnoxious person that cuts you off in traffic. Yeah. Or whips in and takes your parking plates or mm. it can be people that you actually are in relationship with. Yes. Now, listen, God's family is big. And when you have a big family, you have all kinds of different people in the family. You come from a pretty large family. family. I do too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a different personality. Yes. All yes. personality different. Yep. Some personalities come together like this. Mm-hmm. Other personalities kind of, it's like sandpaper, you know, nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. And yeah. you and I have the kind of personality where we're very, we're pretty upfront. We're pretty yeah. like straight to the point. We don't beat around the bush. Yeah. And these overly sensitive people, it's hard for us. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier. We were yeah. like, I love them, but Lord help me. I, how do I, but it's for the kingdom. Yeah. And that's what we have to remember. And that's what yeah. he says to, he said to me, Sean, it's for the kingdom. Yes. And I'm going to give you grace me. because my grace is sufficient for you. Amen, sister. It's the truth. That's when you know it's God's work. And it ain't you because, it ain't you. because the flesh, the glory, not that's me. right. That's right. Because the flesh of Chanda wants to look at that person and go, why are you being a fool? Suck it up, buttercup, and move on. We want to be like Mr. T, you know. I'm thinking the fool. (laughs) Yes, I'm thinking to myself, well, you don't put yourself in that situation. Don't be crying to me about it. You 
<laughs> you know, yeah. and suck it's like, it up, buttercup. <laughs> Put those bootstraps up. <laughs> Pull yourself up and march yeah. forward. But we come from military homes too. Yeah. You know, so uh, our both of our fathers were in the military, and I can. Rem- it was like that at home. You know, come on, suck it up. Let's go. We ain't got time for crying. There's no crying in Christianity. No, that's not true. It's okay. Right. It's okay to be tender-hearted, and we're just jesting, but. You know, what we're trying to get at is that there are different personalities and sometimes those personalities can cause your flesh to rise up and yes. love to subside, Yeah, you know, and you forget who you are mm-hmm. and then you let words come out of your mouth and you think, oh, I don't think that was in love. Why'd you say that, you dummy, you know, and then you're backpedaling and you're trying to come back around and fix it. And that's why I have just learned pause, Chanda, just pause. And say, Holy Spirit, give me the words and the response that you want me to have. Mm-hmm. And know and know yourself too. Know, yeah. you know, and this is something I've had to learn too. Like, you know, if I'm in a state of weakness, mm-hmm. of feeling bad, like uh, sickness or, um, you know, if something bad happened, I don't know, one of my chickens died or I don't know. So it could be anything. Yeah. And I just feel bombarded and tired mm-hmm. and I maybe didn't get no sleep or it could be somebody you know, out there that has a newborn baby and they didn't get no sleep that night. Mm-hmm. And then, and then hubby comes home and, and says, Hey, where's dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you dinner, buddy. Here's the Domino's number. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? Like, you know, sure enough, we need to know each other. And that's another thing about love. You know, each other and you know that this person that walk in the house and you've been up all night with a baby. He uh-huh. come walking in and, and says, woman, where's dinner? <laughs> where's it at? And then you're, you're exhausted. You obviously didn't get no sleep that night. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he obviously is going to get the due end of his. Oh, of course he is. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, but you said something really important about love. You love people, you know, that you have a relationship with. You don't just love, you know, that that person that you wave at when you're out on your walk. No, you Mm -hmm. love the people in your house. But God didn't say love the people in your house. He said to love everybody. Right. And you're like, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And that does not mean taking the COVID shot, folks. I just got to say that. I don't care what our vice president said. It doesn't mean that. So don't don't take that for gospel. Now, anyways, I digress. But, um, you know, it's his love is infinity. It's never ending. It's ever flowing. And he wants you to know how much he loves you. What are some of the ways, Jamie, that you are able to show others the love of Christ? Normally, um, it'll just be like servant type mm-hmm. stuff, like, you know, um, serving and making something to eat for somebody. Like at our church, we'll do like a, uh, we'll get together like certain time of the year and we'll make, we'll make a big meal for everybody and mm-hmm. we serve them. Mm-hmm. We serve our church. And I, I think servitude Mm-hmm. is a big one. Yeah. Um, that's what I've been doing lately at my church is, is that kind of just serving yep. without question, just, just being a, a good heart and not begrudgingly. 
doing it. You know what I mean? Not right. having a, a sour face on my look when I'm serving them something to drink or, or, oh gosh, I wish I was eating something. You know, I'm not like that. I'm a cheerleader. I'm like, you know, I, I'm happy and I'm joyful because I know this is the Lord. I'm like, you know, I'm serving you just like washing your feet. You know, mm. I mean, here I am mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm doing this because I care for you. That's and right. I love you. And I'm always saying something positive to people when I do serve. So, so it's yeah. like edifying, you know, it is definitely. And, and I think that, um, doing it with the no strings attached. Yes. That's true. Exactly. Love. No yeah. strings attached. Um, a verse that came to mind about God's love for us is in Psalm 139. And, um, this is a David. Yeah giving this psalm but it's verse 13 and he says this he says for thou didst form my inward parts thou didst weave me in my mother's womb i will give thanks to thee for i am fearfully and wonderfully, wonderfully made, made. Yes. wonderful are thy works and my soul knows it very well and he goes on and he talks about how precious also are thy thoughts to me, O God. Yes. In verse 17, that if I should count them, they would outnumber the sand. When I wake, I am still with Mm -hmm. you. And it's just, David is expressing the love that God, he recognizes God knew him when he was in his mother's womb. And God has thoughts of love towards David consistently. And he's like, if I were to count them, it's so many, it would be the sand of the earth. Yeah. And so to understand God's love is just, it's overwhelming. It is. And we, and sometimes it's hard for people to accept his love Mm -hmm. because they've not been loved by another human being Mm -hmm. where the love is unconditional. And, um, we all kind of probably have experienced something like that at some point in our lives where love was conditional. You do this for me. I'll do that for you. And then I love you. Um, that's not what, see, that's not what God did. God's love is a one-way street. He said, I'm doing it for you. You didn't ask me to do it for you. You didn't pay for me to do this for you. I am going to send my son into the world to die for your sins, to be that atoning sacrifice, all you have to do is say you believe in him. That's it. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. Yep. And then the Lord does this transfer. Mm -hmm. He transforms your heart and your mind because you feel that grace and Uh you're overflowing with forgiveness in your heart and Mm. then you're able to share that love with others and you'll Mm -hmm. know it but see the thing is is if you haven't experienced that love from christ Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you haven't had your full faith and knowing that he had saved you from that he ransomed you yep that he saved your life in in your treachery in your sin all your sins are forgiven Mm. Mm. that you've been made alive in christ that's right Until you come to the full knowledge of that, you won't be able to love your neighbor. Exactly. Exactly. And that is, we can't love without him because we're imperfect. Mm -hmm. And our flesh, like I said, a few minutes ago, gets in the way and we roll our eyes and we think, 
dumb, dumb. Why'd you do that? Mm -hmm. You just did it to yourself. Why should I be over here having all the compassion and the understanding? And, and he's like, wait a second. I've had compassion for you. I have love for you. So who do you think you are? (laughs) Yeah, it's the Holy Spirit. He's like, who do you think you are? And you should question that if you don't get that. That's right. You don't get that conviction. Mm -hmm. Something's wrong. There is something wrong for sure. Now, this verse, well, these verses are always, they always get tied into a Christian wedding. But I think it's really applicable, not just to a wedding, but this is to life within Christ and how we should be acting towards others and understanding that if we don't love, this is how we're going to be. And it's first Corinthians 13. Oh yes, girl. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I deliver my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Mm -hmm. And it is not jealous. Love does not brag. And it is not arrogant. Does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own. It is not provoked. Does not take into account a wrong suffering. Mm -hmm. Does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth bearing all things, believing all things, hoping all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done. And he goes on talking about these other gifts. But the biggest thing is that that verse, verse eight, love never fails. That's right. And I know that as a mother, when you have that child and you hold them in your arms for the very first time, love from the very moment, let's just go back from the very moment you find out you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. I think you begin to fall in love with a human being. You've never, ever met. Mm -hmm. You've never seen them. You don't know whether they're going to be male or female. You don't know what color eyes they're going to have, but you love them already. And then they are put into your arms and that love just blows up. Mm -hmm. And you think to yourself, I don't think I could ever love another person like this. That's unconditional love because you and I both know we jump Mm -hmm. in front of a train for our children. Oh yeah. We take a bullet for our kids. Mm -hmm. Now you have to be able to apply that same love, that same affection, that same passion to the world. Are you willing to go out and tell the world how much Jesus loved them? Yeah. How much he cared? Because when I read those verses, love is patient, love is kind. Yes. That's God. It is. Yes. He never, he never holds our past against us. Mm-mm. Never. Mm-mm. And that's what that talks about it, in that it says that it doesn't, Love does not get excited when somebody does something wrong. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Love doesn't keep track of sin. No record of wrongs. That is because that's the definition of God's love. He doesn't keep a record of our wrongs. 
As soon as we say, Lord, I've messed up, please forgive me. He turns around and it's gone. He's, what are you talking about? Yeah. Why are you keep bringing that up? Why are you keep reliving that? Why are you keep, you know, mm-hmm. that's not, you don't have time. And, you know, chemically speaking in our bodies, the more you keep replaying something in your head, mm-hmm. the worse it's off mm-hmm. you're going to be. And the mo- that's most true. people suffer when they keep replaying negative things in their brains like that. And the Lord, Jesus was like, I have already washed that away. I don't know why you're thinking about that. That's done. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. repent and move on. Exactly. That's exactly. It. And, you know, um, I've had relationships where my mouth did get me in trouble. I said, or did something that I shouldn't have. And I recognized it. And I would go back and say, um, Hey, listen, I shot my mouth off. I am sorry. Mm-hmm. I was out of yes. order. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Please forgive me. Mm-hmm. And I have had relationships where the person says, absolutely, no problem. I forgive you. And it's never brought up again. But I've also had friendships and relationships where the person just won't let it go. Well, yeah, sure. I forgive you. But listen, I just want to talk about why you did what you did. Mm -hmm. And okay, so we do that. And then um, you feel like the air has been cleared because sometimes people need to talk and that's okay because they've been thinking about whatever went down. So you let them talk about it. But then, you know, three weeks later, listen, you know, remember that time that you did such and such to me? I I just, I, it really upset me. I mean, I know we've talked about it and I know that, you know, I told you that I forgave you, but I, listen, it just really, it just really got to me. And they rehab, replay it over in their head. You go 10 years down the road and they're they're still still talking about, yeah. And that's, that's where it's a, it's a, they, they need to give that to the Lord. And if they even know the Lord, you know, cause normally the Holy spirit will convict you. That's right. And wants you to make amends mm-hmm. as soon mm-hmm. as possible with that it, person exactly, and work it out, you know, and just like Paul, the apostle, I mean, he rebuked uh, Peter because mm-hmm. of uh, coming out and he was sitting there sitting with the Jews and not wanting to <laughs> talk to the Gentiles. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother story, but I'm just saying that instead of Peter responding, like, mm-hmm. you know, being all crazy at him, like, no, you're wrong, you know, and, yeah. and going off at him, they, they hashed it out. And I think there might've been, you know, oh, yeah. some, like, I'm sure Peter wouldn't have wanted to really be his friend, Paul's friend. Oh, but no, because he Spirit, killed some of his friends, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but still the Holy Spirit made them sensitive to each other and they were able to make amends. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. with that being said, that's what the Holy Spirit does. That's how powerful exactly. the Holy Spirit is working in and through you. And you yes. can't do that. You can't really fully come to a, a, a forgiveness or a mending unless the Holy spirit is doing it because he's the only one that can do it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, and it comes back to love. If you truly yeah. understand love, Christ's yeah. love, then you don't keep a record of what went down. Right. You, you talk to the person, you work through it yes. and you move on. If the relationship is salvageable yes. through the power of the Holy spirit, then it, then it happens. But if that relationship is, is fizzled out and that person's not willing to move forward in love and truth, yes then it's okay to move on 
but you can still pray for them and you can love them. You just don't have to be in a close relationship with them. But at the end of the day, you got to let it go because I say all that to say, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and savior, the Bible tells us that our sin is removed as far as the east east is from the West. Guess what? The East and West never touch. They never, Mm -hmm. ever meet. Mm-hmm. scientifically it's not possible they cannot touch so that means it's gone yes amen and the only person that yes. reminds others of their sin or of their past is the devil yeah. so if you're constantly bringing up something that happened mm-hmm. that that person thought had been resolved accuser the brother you said okay that ain't love mm-hmm. you need to let it go brother or sister and you need to say done i love them as christ loves them and I'm moving forward. But and it doesn't you, mean that you could be their, you know, you have to be their best friend or anything. It just means right. that you have let go whatever the it is about them and move on. Yeah, because mistakes yeah. happen. We are yeah. human. I go back to that. We're human. We make mistakes. And I've been there. I've made those mistakes. But the the relationships that become the most challenging for me are the people that will, will not let go of the mistake. Mm-hmm. That they will not let it stay. Like they will, they constantly hold it and bring it up and kind of almost throw it in your face. That's what the enemy does to us with our past. He throws our past in our face, but God never does that. Mm -hmm. So why would we want to be like the enemy throwing up the past or whatever happened between you and that individual time Mm -hmm. and time again, let it go. That's I mean, right. it makes me want to sing that stupid song. I know. I was just thinking of the same. Let it go. Let it go. No, no, no. I'm not a Disney <laughs> fan, so it's all good. But I do know the song. Um, yeah. And it is, uh, you got the hair. You could do Elsa. I can see it. <laughs> but um, that that's the truth is that yeah. we, if we want to be like Christ, if we want to be like our heavenly father and reflect him, love is the number one thing and reflecting his love means not being a record holder. That's right. And that's it, right. listen in marriage. Ooh, Girl, you, you that's what I'm just thinking about. Too. I, don't, marriage. I don't understand how worldly people can be married. And, and unless it's just a business or a business arrangement, <laughs> you yeah, know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't have a godly, you cannot have a good relationship if you can't forgive one another. That's right. Because you're right. going to make mistakes. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. A word to y'all. It's true. Like uh-huh. we're not perfect and we no. make mistakes. And, yeah. you know, we may have burnt the toast one day, you know, us cooking mamas here. We may have burnt <laughs> something or maybe we made the macaroni and cheese in a crock pot. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you know. If you don't have the love of Christ in you, I don't understand how these marriages work out, to be honest with you. No. And that's one of the biggest things that breaks down in marriage is that one person messes up and the other person consistently brings it up. Yes. And, and that is never going to work in marriage. And that's why, I mean, you walk into my bedroom and on my wall is a vinyl that has those what is love love is patient love is kind long as yeah. you know it's long suffering all the things it's, it's the so tattoo beautiful. i have That's on my arm mm-hmm. my arm has the the first corinthians 13 tattoo with a a thistle because my husband's from scotland and that's the flower of scotland and it's a reminder every day not just to love him but to love those around me 
I look at it and I see it and it's, it says love and it says how I'm supposed to be in love. Yeah. By being and so patient. many people and so many people go into marriage thinking, what are you going to give me? Mm-hmm. Give me, give Instead me, give of, me. What am I going to do to serve you? That's right. That's There's right. a huge difference. If you go into a marriage thinking that, what are you going to get, give me out of this? What am mm-hmm. I going to get out of this? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It, it ain't going to work. No. And, and it, that goes for all relationships, Jamie, I believe, yeah. because how many relationships are there out there? Friends, you know, mm-hmm. siblings, whatever. It's like, well, what, what, they, what can they do for me? How can I benefit from this yeah. relationship? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Ooh, that's scary. Please do not enter my circle, <laughs> yeah. my little, my little world here. If that's your goal, because I ain't got nothing to promote you, to give you other than friendship and love, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, mm-hmm. and I've seen people, and you would see it in high school a lot, mm-hmm. the popular crowd, you want to mm-hmm. cozy up to those people, but it happens in churches too. Oh, they're the cool ones. I need to be friends with them. Yeah. That's who, they hang out with the pastors quick. We've got to get over there and get to know them. So we get to hang out with the pastors too. Cause that's what we're going to, we're going to get status because mm-hmm. the world judges you based on your status. The world mm-hmm. judges you based on your followers. The world judges you mm-hmm. on your appearance and whether you're mm-hmm. wearing name brand Gucci or not. I mean, think of the yeah. Megan Trainer song that just came out about Gucci and Versace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, let's be real, lady. Who in the world, apart from celebrities and somebody that their daddy buys it for them, who can afford Gucci and Versace? I sure can't. Hey, I a lot of people have trouble going to get eggs at the grocery store. Lately. <laughs> <laughs> I give this girl eggs. Forget Versace and Gucci. I'm done. Like, I they need to eggs. do a new song. I'm sorry. It needs to be a new song. Well, either. they did move on to, they moved on to Miley, you know, Flowers. And I love, listen, I'm not going to lie to y'all. That song is a bop. It's got, it's got a great, you know, beat and everything, uh-huh. but it's all about self. Yeah. I can buy myself flowers, write my name in the sand, talk to myself for hours, things you wouldn't understand. I can take myself dancing, you know, and that it's all about what I can do for me. Yeah. And so what does it do? You make yourself a God. Self-pleasure. It's idolatry of self, but that's the Mm -hmm. world. Love yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you can't love others unless you love yourself. I'm sorry. That is the wrong motto. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can't love others unless you have the love of Christ in you working Mm -hmm. in and through you. That's right. That's right. And you get these people that they're like, well, this is a self-love day. It's a self-care day. So I'm going shopping, you know, mental health day. I'm going to go shopping and I'm going to do things for me now. Does everybody need a break? Amen. Yes, everybody needs a break. Now, Jamie and I have a guilty pleasure. We like to go to the tan in bed once a week. That is our <laughs> me time for 12 minutes or whatever, whether it's a stand yeah, up or yeah. a lay down. It's 10 minutes if it's a stand up in, in Florida. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the state laws are in South Carolina, but we're only allowed to tan once every 24 hour window. You're not allowed uh-huh. to tan super close back to back. Um, and then the standups are only 10 minutes and lay downs are 12. So, but it's a guilty pleasure of a whole 10 minutes to ourselves. That's a little different than oh, wait a second. you only get 12 minutes in tanning bed. Yes. That's the state. They don't, oh, it is. I, they don't have that here in South Carolina. You can go for 20 minutes. 
Oh yeah. No, you can't go for 20 minutes. No, 12 minutes. That's our max. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. It's well, kind of yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's the Florida state, I guess they're well, really and trying that's to keep the, the cancer down. Well, you guys got more sunshine oh, yeah. mm-hmm. than, than we do. Like it's been exactly. rainy here in South Carolina. We've been having so much rain here and mm. so much overcast that it's just. And it was like know. that when we got back from our vacation, I was just like, yeah. oh, it's so dreary. And I was yeah. like, I don't want to lose my tan, you know? Yeah. So, cause by March I'll be able to be outside again and tan. Yeah. like today it's warm, but I probably wouldn't go tan. You know, you wouldn't yeah. go outside to tan today, but if you were maybe from New York, you might, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's a very different than self-love. Self-love right. is a very self-righteous me, myself and mine. And that is the world. Yeah. That's not a thought for anybody else around you. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, you know, I, I think that if you guys haven't gotten captured what we're trying to say today, the gist of it is that God loved us and he sent his son yes. to die on the cross for our sins. And then you need to reflect his love and live just like him. And if you're not living like him, what are you doing? Yes. And I want to uh, tag along with that. God has given you this good stuff, which is Jesus Christ, so that you can show the world a person who enjoys blessings, mm. but who is still totally obsessed with God. Mm. So you can have blessings. Yes. You know, you're going to receive good, you know, blessings and, you know, like, <clears throat> Hey, I get, I get to go tanning every now and again. Yeah, or I get yeah. to do this. So you could, you could do all these little tiny little things, but it's mm-hmm. not something that I'm, I'm, I'm not obsessed with that type stuff. No. Who am I obsessed with? It's God. That's I'm right. I'm obsessed with him. My speech is majority for him. I yes. want to talk about God, just That's like right. what we're doing here on the podcast. It's, it's about him and glorifying yes. him because we're just this small in this universe compared to, him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all the it. glories to him. Well, and I, I will close with this verse and it is first John four, seven and eight. And I've said probably 12 times on our podcasts over the past two years or so. And it is beloved. Let us love one another for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God, but he that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love. That says it all. So in this wonderful month of Valentine's Day. The love month. The love boat. <laughs> Exciting and new. <laughs> Soon we'll be taking another run. Okay. Um, I have gone way back uh, to the 80s there on that one. But listen, don't just make it about your spouse or your, you know, your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your kids. Make it about showing everybody that you love them. That's right. Through the love of Jesus Christ. That's what I encourage you to do this month. So get out there and love somebody today. You don't have to hug them and all that, you know, but show people kindness and a smile. Like, listen, if you got a good smile, use it. It takes a whole lot less uh, muscles to smile than it does to frown. That's right. We Don't you want somebody to love? Yeah. Need somebody to love? Yeah. Yeah, love them. <laughs> love them. 
Love them. Uh, And we love you guys. Thanks so much for all of your listener support. And uh, we'll be back next week, guys. Have a good one. Love y'all. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Freedom Wranglers. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We hope that this has encouraged you, challenged you, and empowered you to wrangle in the freedom that you can find in knowing Jesus Christ. Have a great week. That music right there is by Shane Ivers. It's called Later Gator. If you like that, you can find that at Silverman Sounds.